Welcome to So What? The podcast. Where each week we challenge one another to engage the Word of God in a practical way. Hey, welcome back. This is So What? The podcast. What's going on, brother Dave? How are you, Keith? I'm doing pretty well. Good. You know, um, it's exciting. We're going to get right back into it and, and what we always like to do every week, uh, Thursday, recording these these podcasts. We love to do it. It's a blessing for us. But I have to say, there's this old uh, adage that says, uh, what a difference a day makes. And can I just tell you what a difference a day makes in the weather? <laughs> sure, guys. I mean, come on. Our listeners are around here. They know. Yesterday was I, literally, right. it was know. 90. I know. It was sunny. It was humid. Yeah. Right? The beach was crowded. And I wake up today. I'm freezing cold. It's like 60 <laughs> degrees and raining and windy. I know. Oh, what on earth? I it know. is fall, but I mean, it's ridiculous. My, my wife always... It's like Jersey. That's what happens. Uh, my Jersey. wife is always... She always asks me when I come back in because I'm up and out early in the morning. She says, what's the weather's like? And I was like, I don't know because it could be totally different <laughs> right. right now. Why are you asking me? <laughs> that's right. You know, you got to... By gotta, the time she's up and ready, it could be You have to prepare for different. everything. I can't, I that's can't right. tell you anything. Else. I know. Well, anyway, so uh, it's it's uh, it's good to see you, and I'm uh, just uh, looking forward to our discussion today. Yeah. And as always, let's just get right into it. Yes. And so just a reminder, you know, we like to to read through uh, the Read Scripture uh, Bible reading plan, and then uh, we take the passage for every Thursday when we record, and uh, we come up with a, uh, a challenge, an actionable step that we can live out during the week, and then we share our experience with it. Yep. And so where we were, and I think we mentioned this last time, uh, is we are in Luke, the Gospel of Luke, 19 and 20, so chapters 19 and 20 of Luke. And then uh, we add to that Psalm 119, and it's just verses 65 to 96. Yep. And so uh, I know we both enjoyed reading through that um, those passages. And here's where we landed with this. And so, again, we always encourage listeners to read through that. But just as a quick overview, the, what's, in the, what's in those passages, especially in Luke, you have the story of Jesus and Zacchaeus. I think we, a lot of people learned that as a little kid, yep. right, in Sunday school. Um, Climbing up the sycamore that's tree. That's it, man. You know, we could sing the yes, song sir. if we wanted to. Oh, we could. <laughs> and then there's, um, there's the parable of uh, the ten minas, some of them you know, might say talents. Uh, and so there's that parable. Is that how you um, pronounce it, minos? Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, it says in my verse, I, it says I there's said an minus, A in there. Like, like minus. 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 Maybe know. you're right. Maybe it's a minion. We could do like a survey. How do you minion. pronounce it? I don't yeah, know. we could do it. Anyway, well, I'm, so sure. Go ahead. I'm sure there's a right way. Yeah. Uh, let's just say talents. I don't know. We could Beautiful. say that or, love you know. That. Love <laughs> okay. Uh, so then Jesus' triumphal entry, I'm just going through you know, how, the, how it lays out. Mm-hmm. He weeps over Jerusalem. But then his authority is challenged by the religious leaders, as usual. Then he tells another parable of the wicked tenants. Remember, that's a great one about the vineyard. And, and so we're going to, I think, talk about that a bit. Um, Jesus teaches about uh, paying taxes to Caesar. We all know that. But, you know, yep. Give Caesar what's due Caesar. And so that that's sort of the overview. And so the theme we came up with, or sort of the issue that kept coming up in our discussion of it, is this idea of authority, mm. right? And so it's a big word. It's a big thing. And so we know there's authority figures in our lives. But but this is where we landed on it. And, and the challenge we gave ourselves was to to pray each day that God would reveal to us authorities in our lives that we maybe haven't recognized or specifically what things we have allowed to become authority figures in our life that shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And I think the best way to describe it is uh, a story that you wanted to share. So I'm going to let you start. First of all, I I think people will understand. You wanted me to share it, so I'll share it. You don't have to. I know, I'm just... it's up to you. <laughs> I might I might be relieved of my pastoral duties. You that's know? really that's funny. It. All right, so, so I'll so tell good. this story. So 
I, we, my wife is a saint when it comes to making sure that myself and the okay. rest of our family are fed well. I like how you start the story. That's good. That, that's a good preface. And so, um, <laughs> I often will take advantage of times when there is food that's less healthy for us okay. available. Okay. So And nobody can night, relate to that. Nobody other, can relate to that. Nobody can. No. So the <laughs> other night, we are, uh, it was a long week and it was a long day. Laura goes to bed early. We like to try to get to bed on time, but it was one of those nights where I was like, I'm just going to veg out for a little bit longer. Yeah, I'll good. hang out, watch some TV. Don't you know? That a Taco Bell episode, a Taco Bell advertisement comes on, uh-huh. and it's the new nacho thing, and I'm like, oh, I, I, I love nachos. I love okay. making my own nachos. We didn't have enough stuff in the house for me to make my own nachos. Okay, okay. So I'm like, I wonder if there's a Taco Bell nearby, mm-hmm. and there was right down the street. Okay. So Laura goes to bed. I go out. I hop in the car, go to Taco Bell. I guess the funny part of this story is that I came back and she decided that she couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And I came back home and she's sitting on the couch looking at me like, you have some explaining to do with where you are. Busted. And I got – so I have a bag with nachos in my hand. I love it. Yeah. And this is the part of the story that I think is the authority thing. Yeah, yeah. And a big gulp of Pepsi. Okay, okay. <laughs> because – I only wanted nachos. I, I drink a lot of water. I'm normally a big drink, uh, you know, water yeah. drinker or whatever. Yep. And I get up to the line, and do you know that it was cheaper for me to buy a nacho plate with a big gulp of Pepsi than it was for me to just buy the nacho plate? Totally believe they were it. they were it's running ridiculous. some kind of an ad or something. I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, I, I was like, yeah, I guess you know, I I guess you know, give me a Pepsi or whatever. Yeah. And I get to the you didn't line. Even want to drink it? And you they give it to it. me, and I'm like. I didn't really want this, but I'll drink it anyway. So I took it and I drank it, and I'm sitting there and I'm and I'm thinking, what in the world just happened? Yeah. Like, this is something that somebody gave to me, but I didn't I didn't ask for it. I didn't go wanting it. Right. And yet, because they gave it to me, it was like, oh, okay, I guess then it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it got me thinking, like, how much how much stuff in the world and in life do we do that with? Except we put God's stamp on it. That's why I wanted you to share that. Yeah. Because it's a great insight. So, it really so it's is. like, oh, well, God must be giving me this free big gulp of Pepsi. Yeah. Right? Right. Now, in many other senses and places. And so it was around the same time when we're talking about this authority thing. And it's really, it almost gets depressing. I got to be mm-hmm. honest. It gets depressing almost because you. when we start to look around at all of the stuff we have, mm-hmm. at some point when you're reading through passages like this, the Bible's very clear that we are going to give an account for the way in which we handle, we yep. steward, the word is, the things that we have. 100%, right. And when I started thinking through this, and I've been reading through this week, and we've been asking the Lord, you know, for me specifically, it was more of God, what is it that you have given me mm. that you are going to ask for an account for from me? And what I found was I have so much stuff and not even just not even just material things. And we're talking about a gip, a big gulp, but yeah. we you know our garages are packed, our our computers are mm. packed, my phone is packed, my yeah, mind is point. packed. Yep. And I started going, I don't even know where to begin to settle on one or two or three or four things. Now, of course, the easy top things are easy to see. Yeah. And no, right? Well, I'm sure, responsible sure. for my wife, right, my family, right, right. Okay, the yep. church that we have, the big stuff. Mm-hmm. But I have so many other little things that I go to or I run to, and simply because I have them, yeah. I think, oh, well, God gave these things to me. Yeah. 
The problem comes when I read passages like this and there's a clear responsibility that we have with the things that we have been given. Yes. That, what's, the, what's the phrase everybody uses? With, with, with much, much freedom comes much, much responsibility or something. Is that the one you're looking at? Freedom or more, more, more things or something? Mm-hmm. More responsibility. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I hope think every, of the everybody else listens and knows. <laughs> everybody else about. knows, and they're laughing. That anyway, we can't think of it, but I'm with you. So that's me, and that's been that's been me this week. Okay. I mean, in my, you know, I, I guess a month and a half ago, I shared with you, I had this same sort of like revelation. I don't know if it's a revelation, but I started seeing all this stuff, and I, I just get overwhelmed. Mm. It's I, I always yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah. I share with my congregation. I, I feel like I walk into a bed bath and beyond. <laughs> Where I, I, I seriously, I like you put me in a bed, bath, and beyond, yeah. it, it is equivalent to throwing me in a prison somewhere <laughs> and just torturing me, like t- Chinese torture, because I my my senses are just like all yeah, over. Overwhelmed. And I, I remember feeling that way and going, why do I have so much stuff? And of course, it led me yeah. to what the world is now calling minimalism. Sure. And uh-huh, I realized uh-huh. there's nobody really speaking to this idea of how these things mm-hmm. weigh our souls down. Yeah. Except for, uh, I always remember A.W. Tozer in one of his books, there's a chapter called The Blessedness of Possessing Nothing. Mm. Yes, yes, I know. And it's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's this principle. It's this like, mm. how well are we being stewards of what God's given us accountability over? Um, mm-hmm. And especially so in our country, you know? We just have so many things. Yep. And I like that word that you used in, in quoting Tozer from his book about possessing, because yeah. oftentimes uh, uh, what we do that. is yeah, we move good. from ownership, which can be good, right, to possession, which can be bad, mm. meaning that we, we stop recognizing who actually possesses it. Because I believe that, again, how you want to define the terms, but I believe that in a good sense, God gives us things to take ownership over. We know he owns it, but meaning that we're going to be good stewards of it, okay? Yeah. Be good stewards meaning like we are owning it for a season, a time, whatever uh-huh. it is. But yet what we can often do is slip into possession where we start to like possess it. It possesses us. Mm. And then um, then we're not using it it's using us. God. It's using us. We're perfect. being used. Exactly. I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Because again, when we read these passages and we're looking at these parables of the talents and the wicked tenants, and we're seeing even Jesus' authority being questioned, there is this big theme right. with Christ teaching us about authority. Even in the Great Commission, when he sends out the disciples, he says, all authority has been given to me, meaning Christ. Yeah. And then he blesses them and gives them and says, you're going to go do this under my authority. Mm. So all that we do is under his authority. And we know what that's like. We have bosses at work and we have, as kids, you have parents and all that. So we know about authority. Mm. But then when we start talking about the things, right? And like, I love that that story that you told about the, you know, the, the big drink or whatever. It's just like, yeah, how much just of the world... Just because it's a gift, does it yeah. mean that it's from God? I love that. No, that's good. Just and because we have it, it's been given to us, yeah. we've, we've fallen into it, whatever. Yeah. And th- therefore it takes discernment right. and it takes us, you know, searching... So that's been right, my week know. this week. Yeah. That's been my okay, prayer is, Lord, help me strip away the things that either someone else has given me mm. or I have taken of my own accord that you never intended for me mm. to be responsible for. Mm-hmm. And then if I have extra time, if I'm stewarding the things that I know are from you well, okay, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll receive them as blessings and gifts. Yep. But is everything truly a gift? And I'm realizing no. Yeah. No, in fact, oftentimes, uh, 
just because it's free. Actually, oftentimes when we are given something, a lot of times yeah. it isn't it isn't a good thing for us. So yeah. that was me. Yeah, what good. about you, Pastor? No, I appreciate that. And um, so uh, I love the fact that earlier, like when we um, had read this passage and you know last week, and then you shared that story with me, um, I started kind of thinking about that and what that looks like, how that translates in in my own life, right? Yeah. And uh, I had mentioned to you how um, how what I really liked about your insight there was that. Um, you know, we where my mind went was that we have an enemy, and uh, the scripture clearly tells us that the enemy is has a level of control over this world. Mm-hmm. So in scripture, when you see that term, the world, and they talk about the world, it's really what they're talking about. Right. This world system uh, that is, uh, you know, temporarily controlled by Satan. Because you go all the way back into Genesis when God created Adam and Eve to specifically be His ambassadors. Right have dominion over the world, right, to be his representatives. And then Satan, the enemy, he usurped that authority, authority, he usurped that authority, right? Uh, and so, um, and God allowed that. But then immediately God said, this is only going to be for a time, right, until I send the Redeemer. So he immediately promised the Redeemer, yeah. and that's Christ, that he would change all that. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, that's therein lies the gospel, that Christ came and died, for our sins, yep. he rose again, he defeated death, and so therefore that is defeated. Now we're still waiting for his final return, right. but the idea is that we that's why he we call him the Redeemer, because he redeemed that authority, right? And so uh, for believers, we have been saved from that... Um, from that power of that sin, right? But yet there's still that presence of right. sin in our lives until um, he returns again. And so anyway, I was just thinking about you know, what things perhaps we allow the world to give us? Mm-hmm. What are we receiving from the world? Maybe yeah. not even knowing, yeah. but we should know because we're going to be held accountable. Right. But what are we receiving from the world that we don't need or is bad for us? Yeah. And we just take it because it's free or yeah. or whatever. And that's why I talk about discernment, you know? And so when I was thinking about uh, the passages and these parables, you got the parables of the, of the parable of the, ten, of the talents when... Um, you know, the master is giving the servant, says I'm going away, and he gives each one of the three a certain amount. Right. And then the first two, they do a good job, and he's just like, okay, so then you're going to, I'll give you uh, authority over cities or whatever, authority. Mm-hmm. And then the third one was like, hey, I just buried it. I was afraid of your authority. That's yeah. how I'm interpreting that, you see? And and he's like, well, you're a wicked servant, you know, or whatever, because um, that's not how you should have stewarded what I gave you, right? right? It's very powerful. Yeah. But then the same thing with the other parable there of the wicked tenants where you have this vineyard vineyard that has an owner, right? Yeah. And, and in that parable, the owner of the vineyard is God. And then um, all the servants are like the religious leaders of the day, the Pharisees, and they're acting as if it's their vineyard. Yep. See, they took the ownership that was given to them, which was positive, by the vineyard owner, and they made it into possession. And so, of course, we know in the parable that the vineyard owner sends representatives mm. who are the prophets um, to to reap part of that harvest for the owner, and they keep rejecting them, rejecting them, and then finally the vineyard owner sends his own son, and of course that's Christ. Right. And what do they do? They kill him. Yeah. And the religious leaders kill him. And so it's a, it's a very powerful um, parable, of course. But it just it it all comes back to this idea of authority, like you were saying that that we have been given something to take care of. And we have to remember who really owns it. Exactly. You know, and what are we going to do with it? Uh, and so because one day 
the owner, like in the vineyard, is going to come back and ask us. So we know as believers, there's going to be that time where we will be judged with what we've done with our salvation story and what we've done with the things he's blessed us with. Yeah. So it's not only, and I love, that's why I loved your stories, because it goes deeper than just saying, okay, what do I have and am I using it for God's glory? Well, maybe I also need to think about what things do I have that I shouldn't have? Yeah. Or that I'm not, that really, uh, maybe you're not from God. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. And so my prayers every day, I think that's part of the clarity that God gave me. To look yeah. at, and so for me, just to share real quick, just me personally, mm-hmm. um, that was just kind of like where my mind was going with the passages. But for me, I think what it was was what what are those things, God, that um, that I have moved from ownership to possession, mm. and it, it was kind of hard hitting for me because I, I always like to tell people, and I think it's because this is what I want, but I don't always do it, that I hold my ministry and my calling as a pastor with open hands. Like it is God's, right? Yeah. But I, to be honest, I don't know that I always act that way. That I always take the um, the resources He's given me and the relationships, more important, the people that I handle them properly. You know, you know? what's so interesting about so when you say that, if you think about how easy it is to walk on either side of what we're just talking about. Yeah. So yeah. my side is. What do we have? You know, get rid of it. Your side is let's leave it all open. Mm -hmm. And the reality is being a steward is being responsible with, Mm -hmm. but underneath of and for the final authority of Jesus. Yeah, well said. That's right. So it's almost like we all really walk that line. And it's easy with the stuff that we have. Mm to take that ownership of, and that's where the individualism in our day, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, oh, this is mine now. God gave it to me. Thanks, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I got it from here, Yeah, uh, which is where uh-huh. I slow, you know, I often fall. <laughs> I got it from and here, I've yeah. always appreciated that of you in our relationship from the beginning. Yeah. Mm. I I took so, I, I very easily take control of that way. Mm. And when, when you and I met, I rem- you say that consistently, and I believe you mean it, and I think mm-hmm. you do it really well. Thank but you. I can see how it is easy on the other end to just then ignore kind of like one of the parables to just kind of walk like, oh, well, it's the Lord's, he's got it, and so I'll just leave it where it is. Yeah, yes. And, and bury it. Like, so there's absolutely. the burying it or it's taking it for my own, and it's really in between. Yeah. It's the acknowledgement of, Lord, my life is yours. My, yeah. Everything that I have is yours. This is a gift. And and beyond just a gift, it's a responsibility. Yep. And I that's so... Yeah, we don't want to bury it. And we don't want to, you know, yeah, then act like so it's ours. Crazy, yeah, absolutely. The, in between of those two things, hundred percent. Now that's good stuff, man. And yeah, it was a very like for for me, it was uh, for the for the week. It was um, like my mind was real. It kept going there. It yeah. kept going there. There's yeah. been other t- challenges and weeks where it was very, um, it was really good and it was powerful. But like this is just unique. I don't know that this week. Just that well, idea it's of authority. interesting because you and I yeah. have had other conversations about our ministries mm. because we walk that line daily mm. of how much what what does it really mean to love the people yeah. that we're responsible for? Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier with our kids because they're children. <laughs> yeah. But when you're when you're responsible to steward adults, yeah. really, because yep. that's what our response as as under shepherds of Christ, yep. we're stewarding the church that the Lord has brought together and we're responsible for building them up to build mm. up the body of Christ. Yeah. And it's easy to walk both of those sides too. Yep. We yep. leave them where they are 
and and let you know everything kind of go and or we take complete control, step in, do what we think is right, what we want to do, and we're gone. But you and I always talk about that struggle of how do we love when we know that God's calling us to more? And the person that we're called to love doesn't really see or want it right now. <laughs> yeah. Is it really love if we sit back and do nothing? Probably not. Is it really love if we enforce? No. Probably not. And so it's like, it's really in, in all of that, which yeah. is why I think... So cool how the Lord gives us these things in the midst of you and you know what I mean, like yeah. of our weeks. Yes, it's just, absolutely. It's just awesome. Oh, it's wonderful, man. And yeah. no, that's really well said, and I think it's a good way to end it too. And so I appreciate that. There's that tension there. Yeah, it's always going to be there. But as long as we remember, like what these passages are teaching us about, right. the who is the ultimate authority, and yeah. what does that authority look like, and how do we handle that authority in our lives. Mm. And so anyway, so in, in a minute, I'm just going to ask you to close us out, but you know, um, we love the fact that you're listening. We really appreciate that. It's a blessing to us. I hope it's a blessing to you. And so our challenge for you this week is to simply do this. Just pray each day specifically, include in your daily prayers that God would reveal to you what authority looks like in your life. And specifically, are there things that the world, that you have accepted from the world that are not from God uh, are there things in your life that you have, that God has given you ownership over, but you have taken possession of, that yeah. type of thing? And so include that in your prayer, that God would just give you clarity and reveal to you those things specifically regarding authority in your life that you need to address. Yes. Um, and then, we, again, we'd love to hear from you, and uh, you know, it's great when people that we see on a regular basis share about them listening and what their week was like. It's really encouraging. It, so, is. it yeah. is. So close this out, brother. Yeah, so remember our passages were Luke chapters yep. 19 and 20, so read those. In light of 19 and 20, our challenge was exactly what Pastor Keith just shared. We are adding this new thing where maybe you're watching this for the first mm -hmm. time. You're checking it out on Facebook. This uh, originally and first and foremost is a podcast. And so you can find this at sowhat.church if you go there on a mobile device. So go to your, go on your phone, type in sowhat.church as a website URL, and there it will give you all the links for any of the uh, the podcast listening platforms mm -hmm. if you'd like to get this you know, on the, on the daily when we release it. Yep. Also, if you're watching or listening, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. Um, we are still working on trying to get a better way or an easier system of you to be able to respond to us, but you can yeah. go to anchor.fm right, slash sowhat. Right. A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash S-O-W-H-A-T. And you can leave us a message and or a voicemail. They have yep. a voicemail feature where you can literally press a button, record a voicemail for us, whether it's a question you have, an encouragement you have. Uh, we would love to hear that. We'd love to be able to bring it as a part of our show yeah. and uh, and do that. So thank Perfect. you so much for joining us. All right. God bless you. We love you. We hope you have a wonderful week. And we will check back in with yeah. you again See next ya. Thursday. All right.